welcome to another episode of the Journal of Isakos podcast. My name is Dr. Andreas Voss, and together with my colleagues, Dr. Manudez Briakis and Dr. Albert Lin, we're more than happy to have Professor Christian Fink from Gelenkpunkt Clinic for Sports and Joint Surgery in Innsbruck, Austria, with us today. In this episode, we will talk about his recently published article titled Quadriceps Tendon Autograph for Primary Anterior Cruciate Ligament Reconstruction Show Comparable Clinical functional and patient reported outcome measurements but lower donor site morbidity compared with hamstring tendon autograph a match pairs a study with a mean follow-up of six and a half years in the journal Cifacos. hello christian and thank you for your time to join our podcast today so maybe before we start you can tell us a few words about your scientific and clinical background yeah good evening thanks for the invitation Uh, well, my background is I was 15 years at the university hospital and uh, got a professor for orthopedic surgery there. And then um, 15 years ago, I left the university and went into private practice, but it's a very academically oriented private practice. And uh, well, the quad tendon research has been one of the major focuses of the, of the last uh, years, I would say. Right. So how did you come up with the idea of the study? Well, the problem is quad tendon is not a new graft. It has been around in the 19th, really, uh, popularized by Hans-Uli Stäuble, but nobody really picked it up. And uh, it got really popular over the last few years. But the problem was there were some good biomechanical studies published, but in uh, some very short-term clinical results, but there were no really long-term uh, clinical follow-up. So this was For us was the intention to try to use our database and try to really uh, publish some at least midterm results of that. And if you look at your results, so what are the most important findings of your study? What are differences if there are? Yeah, when we look at the at the history, you know, we I started with patella tendon in the 90s was the most predominant graft and then Due to donor side mobility, we moved to hamstrings uh, really predominantly. And then we saw the problems with re-rupture in high level sports. And that was when we started to use uh, quad tendon in about uh, 2005. And then due to the possibility of a, let's say, minimal invasive harvest of the tendon, which some instrumentation we developed, it really became uh, slower and slower the primary graft choice. and. Uh, What we could see, and that's why we're interested in these midterm outcomes, what we could see there was really clinically and with PROMS was not a significant difference between the groups. What we did see was that uh, the harvest side mobility or donor side mobility was was lower than the hamstrings, especially with uh, respect to sensitivity loss on the lower leg. Because with the hamstrings, regardless if you make a A, a, an oblique or a, a, a vertical incision, it's a longer incision needed and that um, actually leads to some some distortion of sensibility of the of, of the skin here, which is a definitely a, a, a pros of the quad tendon. And the other main finding was really when it came to re-rupture and this study was not really set out to look at re-rupture rates because it was probably underpowered for this, but we still we could see that there is a higher re-rupture rate, especially in connection to higher sports activity. And I think this is the most important fact we always have to look at when we when we, when we report on uh, ACL re-rupture rates. We have to take into account the age and the sports activity of the patient because that, that really significantly um, 
influences the re-rupture rate. And here we could see, as well as in a study which we published in 2020, we could see a, an advantage of uh, quad tendon in higher activity level sports. So coming back to your dorsal side mobility, what would be the differences in skin incision between quad tendon and between uh, hamstring tendon grafting? Yeah, basically when you do a minimal invasive harvest, you have only on top of the patella, we use a about two and a half centimeter transverse incision that is actually related with almost none sensibility loss. And then on the tibia for the drilling, all you need is about the one centimeter stab incision for the for setting up your, your drill guide, so it's it's comparable smaller to to uh, to the hamstrings, and I think that that makes a difference. And it's interesting, patients not they don't they don't tell you always tell you this, but then you ask them about it. Actually, they, some of them, actually quite a few of them, find this sensibility loss in the lower leg quite annoying um, with uh, with different sports and in in cold conditions. And it's, it was to me it was amazing that when you ask them about it, they really report on this. And if you look back at your results, did the the study or the results of your study change your daily practice in any way? Well, it did change over the years. And I have to say, we started with quad tendon primarily as a revision graft. And then to the, due to the good results and due to the minimal invasive harvesting techniques, we more and more used it as a primary graft, first in female with valgus alignment, then in situations with uh, medial a combined medial instability we went from hamstrings to the quad and then it slowly and slowly really increased and now we really do about 70 percent of our acls primarily with a, a quad tendon with a quad tendon graft but the other thing maybe changed when you look at the re-rupture rates and the re-rupture rates are really high in both groups they were 20 20 percent in hamstrings and then in the higher activity group up to 30% in the hamstring groups. I think this is really something to take care of. And for sure, it's not was not an intention of the study, but for sure in the high risk population, even with quad tendon, we start to use, you know, um, uh, lateral tenodesis on top of this. So this is something that we took out of the study. So my question, next question would be to ask you about your preferred graft for ACL reconstruction, but I think you already answered it. So it would be 70 <laughs> and 30%. Yeah. yeah. Do you, what would be the difference between using the quad and the, uh, the hamstring? Is it the patient? Is it the, the age? Is it the activity level? When do you decide to do primary quad and when do you decide primary hamstring? As we as we we looked on a on a on a on a, on a, on a previous study in, in HASM, uh, we really saw that in a lower activity level, like below technical level six, there is no statistically significant difference between hamstrings and quad tendon, and it really gets interesting after a technical level six or seven. Then really you you start to see the differences. So in these cases, uh, for sure we, we we rather go for we rather go for quad tendon than hamstring. I have to say I'm still using patella tendons in, in, in high level, you know, soccer players. So it's not it's not it's not our only graph, but uh, it we, we went there and as I said before, if you have valgus alignment and in the in the, especially in the female, we, we do know that the hamstrings really contribute to against valgus laxity in the first 20 degrees of flexion. So I think it's really important to leave the hamstrings, especially in this vulnerable uh, patients. So this is where we, I think quaternion is a good, is a good choice. 
So what would be your advice for a young professional knee surgeon performing ACL reconstruction? I think my biggest advice is to get comfortable with all the grafts. I still think there's not the best graft. And if you do revision surgery, of course, you have to be familiar with all the grafts. So get familiar with all the grafts from patella tendon to hamstrings to quad tendon. I think they're all a good alternative. And then I'm pretty sure you will find your, as you said, your preferred graft, which you're most comfortable with. But I think uh, as a young surgeon, it's not like don't, don't jump on just one of it. Try to get comfortable with all of this graft. I think I have nothing to add to this answer. So, uh... Christian, thank you uh, once again for your time to join our podcast today and uh, hopefully we'll have you back for the next podcast with your next publication in the Journal of Physicos. Thank you very much. This was Associate Professor Dr. Andreas Voss from the University Hospital of Regensburg in Germany on behalf of the Journal of Physicos. We hope to have you back for our next episode. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of the society or the journal.